the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Well, hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Wow, do we have a lot going on. And I want to thank all of our good friends uh, last week, Jeff Stein, and Andy Hoosier uh, from our great affiliates, KXEL and KQAM, uh, doing a terrific job filling in as I was at the National Religious Broadcasters Gathering. Wow, President Trump, uh, he brought down the House, folks. I- I'm telling you, it was a-, a pretty remarkable speech the president delivered over the weekend. And I, I think, again, it goes back and it sets the tone and the tenor of where of where this president's heart truly is by the way nikki haley a no-show joe biden also a no-show they did not think in their political calculations that it was important to uh, talk to a a bunch of uh, evangelical christian broadcasters president trump did and so thank you very much uh, president trump and we greatly appreciate uh, the the words uh, the president delivered by the way um i i've got to tell you something in this business it's pretty cutthroat now on this program uh, we try to play nice in the sandbox but it's just it's tough i'm telling you it's it's really tough but there's there's one guy in particular that's a good guy and um he really rolled out the red carpet to me and the staff uh, over the weekend at uh, the National Religious Broadcasters Gathering, and that is our good friend Sebastian Gorka. And uh, we were out uh, promoting the book and uh, doing a lot there as far as uh, interviews and meetings and uh, had some really good meetings. And Gorka said, why don't you come on the full hour of the radio show and, and talk about your book? And it was a gracious invitation. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll post a link to the uh, the interview. But uh, it was just a blast, and uh, so thank you, Doctor G. Uh, we always appreciate uh, coming on his program, and uh, he's one of the good guys in um, in this business, and we greatly appreciate it. All right, write down our telephone number. You will need this if you plan on calling in today. Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. Now, we've got a lot happening this week. The Michigan primary, Nikki Haley, is not pulling out. We're going to touch base with um, a good friend of this uh, show. Uh, He is a radio host there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we're going to get the lay of the land. But I think the bigger story coming out of Michigan, by the way, is a Biden protest vote. And we'll we'll talk more about that uh, coming up a bit later this, um, this, uh, this show. 
So I want to start with what happened in Georgia on Thursday, and details sort of uh, crept out over the weekend. And it seemed like every minute the story kept getting worse and worse. There was a young lady, her name is Lakin Riley, and a 22-year-old nursing student there in Georgia at a college in Augusta, and uh, she was living in Athens, which is home to the University of Georgia. And went out for a run. It was a little before noontime and never came back. So the police were summoned. Uh, They did a check and uh, they searched these woods. And it turns out that um, she was killed. Her body was found. Police have not released many details, but apparently it was a pretty bad. It was a pretty bad situation. There were very visible signs that she had been killed. And we don't know what that is, and I'm not sure we want to know. But the 22-year-old American-born, brilliant nursing student, she was on the dean's list. She was training for a race, a marathon. She was just out doing what every other American kid was probably doing, which was having a good time, living life, going to school, setting goals, and trying to aspire to those goals. And so anyway, she's out for this uh, run, and she gets attacked, and now we know that the attacker is an illegal alien, and he is in custody. Now, word leaked out over the weekend, and I believe our friends over at, um, at News Nation actually broke this part of the story, and they found out that this guy had actually crossed the border illegally in El Paso and was captured by Border Patrol agents. But they let this guy go because there was no room, so they couldn't house any of the illegals. So they had to let him go. And this guy ends up in New York City with his brother, who's also a bad egg. So anyway, the illegal alien goes out there. Apparently, he's driving without a license. There's some sort of an accident, and a child gets injured. And as far as we know, the um, and we, we don't have many details of that, but he was arrested, and then he was set free. So yet another opportunity to stop this criminal illegal alien. So they let the guy go. He leaves New York City, and he comes to Georgia. And this guy is a predator. And now as a result of moving to Athens, Georgia, which, by the way, happens to be a sanctuary city, and the radical policies of the district attorney there, this guy was out there lurking, searching for a victim. And he found one in Lake and Riley. This 22-year-old, I believe she is from Woodstock, Georgia, just north of Atlanta, one of the suburbs, the bedroom communities. So there's a lot of there was a lot of initial reaction to this. Missing co-ed student and that gets everybody's attention. Nate Nancy Grace just pops up, her ears perk up. Everybody's wondering, "Oh, wow, big story." But as soon as the media found out who the attacker was, they dropped this story. You can find hardly any information about it. And now the media is working overtime to try and change the narrative here. And what is the narrative? The narrative is that Joe Biden's open border policies killed killed an American citizen. It's very simple. 
it's not hard here to understand what's going on. But the media is taking a whole different approach. As a matter of fact, I was doing some investigating over the weekend. The New York Times, there was a story about an owl that is apparently a beloved owl in New York City. There were six stories on the front page of the New York Times about a dead owl. There was not a there was not one single story about Lake and Riley. Not one. None. As a matter of fact, um, no cities burned down over the weekend. There were no marches in the streets. None of the uh, race-baiting agitators were out there holding press conferences. No condemnation. None of that. None. It's as if it never happened. As a matter of fact, the Associated Press did a big story about the dangers of females going out and jogging, as if that was the reason why Lakin Riley got killed, because she wanted to go out for a run. But that's not it, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, you know what's going on here. But again, when you look at the broader picture, our country has been invaded by young men of military age, young men who are members of drug cartels. The the amount of crime in this country and the violence connected to that crime is about to blow your mind. And I'm not sure there's anything we can do about it. What needs to happen is when they find this guy guilty, they should hold a public execution in downtown Athens, Georgia. That's what they ought to do. We need to be sending a very clear message to the criminals that were allowed to invade this country that we will not tolerate lawlessness in America. And quite frankly, however the victim died, that's how the criminal ought to die. That's the way I see things. But there are people out there right now that are actually defending this illegal alien. It seems to me, ladies and gentlemen, at the very least, Joe Biden has blood on his hands, as does every Republican out there. By the way, you know who we haven't heard from? We haven't heard from the two Democrat senators in the in the state of Georgia. Where are they? Why are they not out standing alongside this, this grieving family? And I'm glad that Governor Brian Kemp finally jumped on board, but he didn't do that until he saw where the narrative was going. So, ladies and gentlemen, the question here, what ought to be done with this illegal? And does Biden have blood on his hands? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, this is Todd Stearns, and I want to update you on my Calitrin journey. I'm still losing weight. I'm also sleeping a lot better, and I've got a lot more energy. Calitrin really is about more than just weight loss. Here's my good friend Elizabeth from Calitrin. That's right, y'all. Stop wasting your time feeling tired, feeling out of shape, trying all these crazy fads, all these crazy diets. Some of these medications are harsh, y'all. Calitrin is proven for weight loss. It's been proven for over 25 years to help you lose weight safely without drugs, without stimulants. It's really good for you. It's only got side benefits, no side effects. I'm talking about better sleep, less joint pain, more energy. You just don't even know how good you're going to feel until you lose the weight the right way. There's also no rebound weight gain with this product either. So check it out for yourself. The website is toploss.com. All the information is on there, Toploss. 
T-O-P-L-O-S-S.com. That's T-O-P-L-O-S-S.com. And be sure to use that discount code TODD. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Let's go to the phone lines, 901-260-5926. We're starting our day in Georgia. Tim is listening to us on WRWH in Cleveland. Hi, Tim. What's on your mind today? Hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to express the fact that the left has definitely uh, displayed their ignorance, if I may put it that way, and Biden, by opening the border with no control. So at what point do we display um, fair justice or these illegals, these predators, that uh, come here and do harm. How how long is it going to take before something's done to stop this, to make an example of these predators? Well, I would say that, first of all, I, I think we have to honor the law, right? We are law-abiding people, and we have to let the legal process play out here, Tim. Uh, the guy has been arrested. We will see you know, what charges are, are being filed. And uh, I will say this. That if if he is um, if he gets the death penalty, which he should, then I believe that we ought to have a public execution. And I the reason why is we've got to start sending a message to the people coming across this border, these young military aged men, that we're not going to tolerate lawlessness in this country. No sir, no sir. If I mean, we, we, there's an example got to be set somewhere at some point. Uh, you know, this freedom to do whatever you want, come up here and harm, kill, and do whatever you want's got to stop. You know, the Gary Michael Hilton, the Meredith Emerson up here, you know, he's he's in Florida, and uh, they're feeding him and taking care of him. But look what he did. And, you know, he's still he's still there. He's still a, a taxpayer burden, as far as I'm concerned. And now you've got this, this, this guy from Venezuela that killed Larkin, you know, where does it stop, and how does it stop, and when are people going to say enough's enough? Well, we're going to have to get out every Republican in Georgia, and I know the last couple of election cycles, that's been a big problem, uh, but we've got to start getting out the vote, and we've got to send a message. I'd be curious to know why your two U.S. senators are, are silent, Tim. I suspect I know why, but again, uh, unless we're saying that the, the life of a white girl doesn't matter in, in America anymore— Maybe maybe they just don't care. I don't know. But uh, it is, their silence is deafening, as they say. Tim, appreciate that call, and thank you for listening. But it's really troubling, ladies and gentlemen, when you, when you look at how the media is now framing this story. As a matter of fact, CNN came out today, and they're attacking anybody who would dare compare what's happening at the border to this murder in Georgia. But the reality of it is very clear. If Joe Biden had secured the border, this guy would not have killed this young lady. If Joe Biden had done his job, Lake and Riley would be alive right now. I mean, it really is that simple. So my question here, I, and I don't know, how many more people have to die, right? At what point does, does the country wake up and say, you know what? We got a problem here. You know what? We've got a we've really got to secure that border. 
I mean, how many people have to die? How many kids have to die at the hands of an illegal alien? How many kids have to be raped or assaulted? American kids have to be raped or assaulted by an illegal before, I don't know, somebody wakes up and says, yeah, you know what, we... um." You know, we should probably look at doing something about that border. Maybe maybe we ought to be checking um, these people coming across to see if they're um, really bad guys. I don't Carol Carolyn is listening to us from Georgia on WDUN. Carolyn, what say you? I tell you what, I am so upset over the killing of the University of Georgia student. She had her whole life in front of her, and thanks to Biden and his administration, and to the Georgia Democrats who's in the Senate and the Republic that voted to bring these illegals over here, these people got innocent blood on their hands, and this is what I think, and then I'll let you, uh, I'll hang up and listen to your comments. Carolyn, I think I'm, they should. Go ahead. Go ahead, Carolyn. I think they should hang you. A public hanging. Absolutely. So it's, I was listening to, uh, there's there's a great uh, weekend talk show uh, hosted by a guy named Fred Tampin. He's a pastor in the Memphis area, and he actually used a great illustration uh, here in Memphis, by the way, Carolyn, and uh, just a brief deviation. Uh, on, sen- on Sunday, a pastor was shot in the face in the parking lot of his church when he tried to stop somebody from, from stealing a Sunday school teacher's car. I mean, it's horrible. The, the the murder rate is already well above what it was last year at this time, and it's it's horrible. So the, the point the pastor was making is this. What we need to do is shock the system. The, the system needs to be shocked, Carolyn. And in other words, and he used this, it's a great illustration. When somebody has a heart attack and they stop breathing, what do you do? You do chest compressions, right? And if the chest compressions don't work, you shock you shock the heart back into its rhythm. And and I think, Carolyn, to your point, that's why we need these public et- executions. We've got to shock the American people back into a sense of understanding right and wrong. Does that make sense, Carolyn? Yes, sir, it does. Yeah, I'm with you. I like it. I, I, I mean, I hate it, but I think it has to be done. We have got to shock the American people back into reality. Carolyn, appreciate that call. Let's go to Robert in North Carolina, listening to us on WHKP. Uh, Robert, what's on your mind? I'll tell you what's on my mind. Okay, as far as the border goes, ever since Biden has been in there, he's been trying to pass a bill to strengthen the border and the GOP keeps knocking it down. No, it's not true. Robert, it's it's simply not true. Well, I believe it's true. At any rate, you can believe it's true, but that doesn't make it true. You you can have an opinion, but Uh you can't have your own facts, Robert. Right. I've seen it. I've seen it on uh, C-SPAN. But anyway, (laughs) let me just say this. Fake President Trump said, 300,000 Americans die every year because of illegal immigrants, illegal immigration. Let right? me ask you this, Robert, real quick. How many people, forget about President Trump, how many, how, many, how many Americans are you willing to sacrifice at the hands of the illegals? Just how many? Give me a round figure. Oh, I'm, I, I agree with you as far as uh, the illegals go. They, they shouldn't be coming into the country. I, I agree. Biden doesn't want to secure this. He does not want to secure the border, period. 
And that's why they're tying all this Ukraine funding and all this other kind of nonsense. Forget about Ukraine. Forget about everybody else. Let's let's talk about America. How many more Americans have to die? 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Our God-given freedoms are facing unrelenting attacks. It's a battle for truth, and the only way we win is if we stand together. Hi, I'm Todd Stearns, and thankfully, Alliance Defending Freedom has been defending our rights for 30 years and winning. Right now, they're involved in two critical cases before the Supreme Court. They're suing the FDA for endangering the health and safety of women and girls. And in the second case, they're assisting the state of Idaho to defend its law protecting the lives of women and their unborn children against the Biden administration's attempt to override the law and force doctors to perform abortions. And they need your help. With your best gift, you courageously join ADF in fighting critical Supreme Court cases against government lawlessness and help defend our cherished freedoms. So call 855-417-6556 right now or go to ToddSterns.com and click on the ADF banner. With your help, I've already pledged to raise $17,000 by March 31st for ADF. Go to ToddSterns.com or call 855-417-6556 to make your best offer right now. I know with your help, we can beat that goal and help make a generational difference for freedom. All right, welcome back to the show. Let's go to let's go to Chuck in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on our flagship station KWAM. Hey, Chuck, what's going on? Good morning, Mister Starnes. I wanted to voice my opinion on the capital punishment and 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 kind of parlay that into two little side points. There, I'd like to ask a question. You know, of all those mass shooters, like at all the schools and all that, how many of them have we? Uh, sentenced to death and actually executed, and I and I already know the answer. The answer is zero. Okay, and so it's it would be a good deterrent if properly used. And as far as it being public, you know, in the early days of our country, they were always public, and that is not a bad thing because, of course, it would be a deterrent. But at the same time, uh, the we the people would know exactly what's going on in our country. In other words, we couldn't ignore things. It wouldn't be done in the dark of the night in some penitentiary. It would be out where everybody sees it. And that would be a good thing, too, because, you know, if necessary, we would know who's doing right, who's doing wrong, period. Chuck, I remember when I was a little fella, I was a toddler, and I was on the in the scouts, the little Cub Scouts. And I remember that uh, we they took us on a field trip to the sheriff's department and we got to meet the sheriff and you know you're a little kid and you're just kind of in awe and then they took us down uh, the j- through the jail and the whole point of that was if you screw up this is where you're going to end up and i can tell you it put the fear of the lord in all of us little scouts we were terrified and i'm yeah, telling you chuck it and so again these public executions i can promise you this it will wake some people up in this country Yes, sir. And, and, and the side point that we always forget, it also protects we the people because we would know who's doing what to whom. Uh, for instance, if there were political prisoners, 
then we the people would know that. That's it. Chuck, appreciate the call. Great point. Yeah, go ahead. Bless you. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Rich in Jackson, Tennessee, listening to us on WTJS today. Hi, Rich. What say you? How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, great, great stuff. Uh, part of that uh, argument on capital punishment got really screwed up. I don't know when. And that became, uh, is it a deterrent? That's a different issue. And I agree with you. Only publicly could it be. And your caller was just right on. But the idea that we uh, it can't be proven to deter uh, is not a uh, reason not to do it. But uh, I wanted to hit on something. It goes back in my, uh, World War II. You remember, I think it was Romania, Ceteschi, they hung him up, his wife, Mussolini, uh, and, of course, got hold of Saddam, 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 I'm sorry, Saddam. Uh, I don't I speak for myself. I have no faith until we have Nuremberg for these scoundrels that did this. There is nothing that even Trump can do as far as assuaging my pain, my anger, it will only be, I'm all on board for the public execution. Well, Justin, let me say this. Home. Let me say this. Let me say this, Rich, um, because we're going to have to skedaddle here. But I look, I am a man of the law. And if people broke the law, they should suffer the consequences. And I do believe that the open border policies uh, of, of the Biden administration have led to many deaths, and specifically the death of this 22-year-old in Georgia. And somebody, somebody has to answer for that in the Biden administration. Rich, got to run. Always great hearing from you. I want to go to our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We're honored to have a great, great radio host from Michigan. His name is Justin Barclay. And by the way, he's got a great website, um, and you can uh, get his good news newsletter, justinbarclay.com. Uh, Justin is the, the host of West Michigan Live on Wood Radio, W-O-O-D. Justin, good to have you with us today. Todd, it's great to be here. Appreciate it. You know, it's interesting, uh, Justin, this story, uh, this situation down in Georgia has already become a big campaign issue. I know President Trump posting a statement just a few moments ago uh, talking about the the immigration issue. And and I'm wondering, it was the big issue in in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. Is that the issue that's that's impacting voters in, in Michigan, where you are? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you've got actually there. There are probably two in the state of Michigan that uh, that are probably at the top of the issues for for Biden, Trump, and and on into the general. And the border wide open is a major issue, not just at the the southern border on these border states and in these areas, but as you're seeing, it's creeping into the country slowly but surely. There in uh, Georgia, a, a massive horrific story. Um, and incidentally, Todd, I, I found her social media this morning. I was going through Lake and this young woman, just a precious young woman, going on to, to nursing school. There was a post from 2018 or 19 on her Instagram where she had posted on a missions trip to Honduras how she could really feel God moving in her life as she was called there to that mission field 
to help those people uh, with the children. She went on and on talking about it, and I just couldn't—I just couldn't help but uh, just look at the the irony of the of the situation. You know, these borders being wide open. It's not that these people are saying we need to close these borders. Aren't compassionate? It's the opposite. In fact, um, watching this happen, the borders wide open, immigration and these people coming here. I think most folks in Michigan and throughout the country, we're, we're talking about average everyday people that this would be the the moderate the moderates i played on my show this morning 1995 bill clinton giving the speech at the state of the union and, and everything he said today everything he said today would be deemed right wing or far right or extremist but it was just common sense and i don't think we've moved at all i think the average everyday person law and order as you've been talking about that's where folks fall in, but these, these leftists, these progressives, these Marxists have moved things so far off the reservation that, uh, that you don't recognize things anymore. And the American people, that resonates big time. They see these things. <clears throat> they, they see all this taking place, and they, can't, they, they just can't understand how far. So to, to your point, who should have to answer this? Uh, certainly Biden. Certainly all these people that are, are allowing this to happen, these mayors in the sanctuary cities, police department, the, NY, the NYPD and, and the, some of these Soros-backed DAs who are allowing these people to get in and out. It's like a revolving door down there at the jailhouse. It's in, incredible. But you know who else I put in there? I put the media. Yeah. The mainstream media who, who have, would allow this to happen and go on and on and on and perpetrate the lies. They're, they're a part of the, the the, the Democrat Party, they're an arm of the Democrat Party. They push, push out propaganda on a daily basis. And the American people, the thing I can tell you about this is that, you know, we, we, it's it's painful what we're going through right now. It's, it's horrific. I don't want to go through I don't have to see all this happen. But they are waking up. The people are waking up. The mainstream media uh, is losing its grip and its grasp because, because people like you and your, your show, Talk Radio, obviously, uh, for years, you've been making a difference and an impact, and people are starting to see the reality of what's happening around us. Uh, but yes, it will be a major issue here in Oakland County. I host a radio show, morning show in Detroit. And in Oakland County, we've seen the gangs from South and Central America going in to do home invasion. I mean, if they're, they're as far north as Michigan, folks, <laughs> I can That's- tell you. That's date. Look, I mean, look, Detroit. At, look, I get it. I'm my hometown's Memphis, Tennessee. We're like the Detroit of the South, so I I get it. And I'm not sure people, Justin, are going to be ready for the the level of violence and the kind of violence uh, that has come across our border. Uh, it is going to be a, a jaw dropping thing for a lot of people. My recommendation is go get yourself a concealed carry permit if you can, um, and learn how to use your gun. Absolutely. And I got two little girls, my wife and my two little girls. I think about this, what what needs to be done to protect them and what can we do? And this is something that people really need to take into consideration because I'm sure when Lakin went out, she didn't think anything about that run that morning. There was nothing different about that day for her. And this man, who apparently, according to reports, had, had some sort of fake green card and was working in the kitchen or whatnot there at the college um all of these things that, that led up to this, um, there were warning signs. There were multiple places where this thing could have been stopped when, when the catch and release policy, when he entered and, of course, could have been sent right back over. From the, the very beginning when Biden came in and said, hey, doors are open, 
everyone come in. Um, the Trump era policies stopped a lot of this from happening. Yeah. Um, they didn't get everybody, but I'll tell you that that's a, a huge juxtaposition there. Yes. Topic number one. This is priority number one. I think for folks in Michigan. All right. I got to just, I got to ask you real quick about this protest vote. So Rashida Tlaib, she's leading the charge here, telling people not to vote for Biden. What's that all about? Yeah, it's massive. The population in Dearborn, uh, in Michigan, is the largest Muslim population in the, in the entire country. It's very, it's very uh, concentrated there. This could be a real problem for Biden in the general. Of course, Rashida Tlaib wants, because of everything that's happening, in Israel, they're asking uh, folks to come together in this protest vote. Don't vote for Biden and write that you're, you know, you're protesting. You're, you're protesting this stuff in, uh, on your ballot. They want to send the signal, but uh, this is this is a really um, this is a bold proposition because Todd, here's the the thing that could happen: the sentiment, and they're going to need every vote they can get in the state like Michigan again um, to come through. But the sentiment could leave enough folks sort of feeling disenfranchised, and I'm talking about those in Dearborn, and you, you've already got, you've seen the, some of the uh, urban population, some of the blacks, blacks for Trump, blacks in, uh, in, in Detroit and Chicago and Boston that are stepping up again to the, to the issue of the border, saying some of these people are taking up the resources that we were supposed to get. And uh, they're starting to see issues with it as well. So you've got that happening as well inside the, the city of Detroit, too. So you've got multiple layers of this. This could be a real problem for Biden uh, at the end of the day in the general in Michigan. And this is a very specific issue because the Muslim population is so big there. And I don't know if you saw Governor Whitmer or Wolverine Queen. She also has her eyes set on higher office, whether it's this time around and they're able to kick Biden to the curb or Gavin Newsom. They were both out on the Sunday shows this weekend. Um, but but she's doing her best to walk the line. They sent her out there to sort of make peace with the the folks in the Muslim communities here in, the, in Michigan. But I just don't think it's going to be enough. Rashida is... Um, She's really making some noise right now, and it may come back to bite them in the general. Mm. All right. Uh, real quick here. we got about 60 seconds, Justin. You know how the radio business goes. Uh, by the way, Justin Barkley from West Michigan Live, Wood Radio, uh, joining us. Uh, what's your prediction? How's Haley going to do? She's she, she, Her argument seems to be that Trump should be beating her worse than he already is. That seems to be her rally cry. She's here. Uh, she was here yesterday in, in Detroit and on the west side of the state today. And she is, I, my prediction, going to fare uh, very similar to how she has in the other primaries. And I also, uh, I, my prediction is that she will again come out and claim victory after she's lost in this primary <laughs> tomorrow as well. I can't get enough of that. I love it. Wow. It's, it it's the out. gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's something else uh, all right well justin we're going to get you back on um and uh we'll sort of do a, a debrief after after the primary uh great stuff as always and uh, folks go check out justin's website justinbarclay.com and uh, be sure to sign up for that good news newsletter lord knows we need more of that justin amen thank you Todd, for everything you do all right uh, good man right there ladies and gentlemen justin barclay 
And uh, we love, on these primaries, we love going right to the source. And the only people that really understand the heartbeat of the, the, the good people of, say, Michigan or South Carolina, those are the talk radio hosts. And those are the people that, uh, that, uh, that we love hanging out with. All right. Um, I've got to tell you this. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. We will, um, we're going to get to your call. So hang tight. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for your continued support. And to thank you, they have an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use the promo code STARNS and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived. Won't last long, folks. Get a six-pack towel set for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels. They absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, so much more. To get the best offers ever, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS or call 800-839-8506 and get free shipping on your entire order while supplies last. Folks, I want to take a moment and uh, give you an update on our friends over at Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, They are gearing up for two more very important Supreme Court cases. And that's happening this term, by the way. And they're going to need our help on this. Uh, They have been in the business for 30 years now of defending our religious freedom and your rights to operate your business without government interference. That is a big deal. So starting today, there is a Stand with ADF banner at the top of ToddSterns.com. Head over to the website. You will see it. And that's the landing page where you can donate to help in the coming battles that ADF is waging. And we have their attorneys on this program all the time. They are the good guys. They do not charge a single penny to represent good and decent citizens who are coming under attack. And that's why I love them, and that's why they need our help. By the way, ADF, they've won 15 victories since 2011 at the Supreme Court. That's huge. Uh, by the way, I want you to hear from Nathan or Lathan Watts. He is ADF's vice president of public affairs on why you should consider making a generous gift over at ToddSterns.com. Just my personal opinion, this is really the only model that truly works for this kind of work because the clients are your average everyday business owner, preacher, teacher, whoever, you know, not wealthy people. Um, And the cost of litigation, particularly for a case to go to the Supreme Court, which can take years and years, is astronomical. So when people support us, what what they're making possible is for these people to take the stand that they do, which ends up protecting all of us. Uh, absolutely. And your gift of $100 or more, it's going to help Alliance Defending Freedom fight critical court battles for men and women just like you all the way to the Supreme Court. So here's our goal, $17,750. That's our goal. We, can, Folks, we can do that in literally one day. Seriously, $17,750. We're gonna, but we're giving you until March thirty first, and you're gonna help make it happen. I know you're. I you guys are one of the most generous 
talk radio audiences out there. So all you have to do is click the banner, ToddSterns.com, or you can give them a call. Write down this number, 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. All right. Let's go real quick to Buckshot Ken in Virginia. Wants to weigh in on public execution. Ken, you got about 45 seconds. How you doing, Todd? I'm uh, good. I called in before, but but I thought I would give uh, give myself a, a nickname so you'd remember me next time I call in. Uh, I wanted to uh, speak to the the thing that you said having a public uh, execution and a hanging. I'm I'm totally for that, but it's not going to work. Uh, the reason I say that is uh, you know if that came down to the wire and we we're going to execute one, uh, one of these illegals. Uh, you know the uh, communists will stand up in court for 20 years to protect them. Well, that may be the case, Ken, uh, Ken, uh, but I'm telling you um, we've got to try, and uh, I really do think we've got to try, and maybe the the way we do that is in one of the red states. Uh, Buckshot Ken got a skedaddle, uh, but it's it's a good concern you have. All right, hang tight, folks. We're going to get to your calls. Going to take a quick break, and don't forget, ToddSterns.com. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Hello. I hope you're doing good. Wow. I, Dylan, should I tell people what happened over uh, at the Great Ole Opry when I... It's kind of an embarrassing story, and you know, I don't want to say that some people put Todd Starnes up on a pedestal. It's a very large reinforced pedestal, but I, you know, but every day, you know, there are some people out there, and we met a lot of great people. A lot of our fans were at NRB, and they would come up and, is it okay if I hug you? Yes, ma'am, it is. We accept hugs from the ladies. I know I'm sexist like that, but uh, that's just the way we roll here, and may I just say, we have the most beautiful women who follow us that were at the NRB. I mean, people were like, wow, look at Starnes. I'm just saying, it was uh, quite the scene. So anyway, I'm getting up and, uh, you know how it is. I didn't bring, I didn't pack the MyPillow 
and uh, the, the Gaylord's a very nice hotel. But I'm just telling you, it's um, I was tossing and turning. I didn't get that a good first night's sleep. So anyway, I ended up oversleeping, and so I jump up, get ready to. Um, I got. I was brushing the teeth, brushing the pearly whites, and um, I guess about ten seconds in, Dylan, I um, all of a sudden I I thought to myself, I I can't feel my lips, and I. I, my whole then my whole face started going numb and i thought oh my gosh you know i you know i got the heart thing and you know um i thought man i hope i'm not having a medical issue and then as all of that was happening my my entire face my lips were going numb and all of a sudden i thought to myself why doesn't my toothpaste taste minty fresh and then I glanced down and realized i had grabbed the tube of cortisone instead of the tube of crest so anyway it took about you know it was like extra strength so it took about a day or two for me to get the feeling back in my lips that that was i was just grace's job was to make sure that i just didn't drool during an interview so all that to say let's go to the patriot mobile newsmaker line say hello to our good friend robin poffman robin only that would only happen to me you 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 have to come over here and pick me up off the floor. It's it's that's insane. It's hilarious. So it's uh, it is what it is. What are you gonna do? But uh, I didn't realize till I got back home. I was reading the back of the cortisone. It is like if you if you brush your teeth with cortisone, go immediately to the hospital. Contact poison oh. control. Oh no! It that, was not good. Not, where were you at? Where I was you? in Nashville at the Grand Old Opry. Oh, my Lord. That that is a crazy story. I mean, the good news is there are a lot of those faith-healing TV networks around. So, you know, if I... (laughs) Can I tell you what the real issue is? Did you say that you you weren't reunited with your MyPillow.com? Do you know that my husband and I, when we travel, we take the little travel. I I feel like I'm doing a commercial here for uh, Mike Lindell. But we don't go anywhere without it. Yeah, I need to do that because, uh, you know, and I've got a big travel schedule, you know, heading down to Dallas uh, for a big book event Sunday and um, and then up to D.C., then out to California. So I'm going to need I got to call Mike. He's got to get me hooked up. <laughs> I have a few extras in my closet. I would send you one. I mean, you can't go anywhere without the Mike Lindell. Then you get the good night's sleep and then you realize that the crest is not the cortisone. It's a really simple <laughs> <It's>, formula. <laughs> In my defense, it looks very similar. So, um, wow. Robin, a couple of big stories uh, we're following. And, of course, uh, I knew as soon as the story broke about the Georgia nursing student, you would be all over this. Of course, now it has become a national political issue. President Trump, uh, just a few moments ago, and we have his comments up on our website, folks, uh, the president laying the blame directly at Biden's feet here for the death of uh, sweet little uh, uh, Lakin Riley. As soon as this went down, well, first of all, can I just say that I was at the University of Georgia in Athens a week or two ago, and I was up there for a reason having nothing to do with anything, and um, so I know the area really well, and when I heard about this crime, 
I immediately thought to myself, you know, there's, there's, you know, a couple of options. Was this someone that the girl knew? Was this, you know, some lunatic like in Idaho that was stalking her and, you know, that killed all those kids in the Idaho situation in, in that uh, college door in the off campus house? Um, third is a stranger. And then I like really was like racking my brain. Who did this? Who did this? And I said to my husband, I bet you it was an illegal alien. And sure enough, it was an illegal alien. And this is someone who came into our country, who is a criminal, who walked in, uh, went to New York, committed crimes in New York against a child, was arrested, was let go, came down to Georgia and committed another crime. So it is the most outrageous, sickening thing. That girl had a beautiful future and now she's in a casket. Today is her vigil. Friday, Todd, is her funeral. And you know, there's only one name that, that, that is responsible and that is Joe Biden. Oh, and you can add to that uh, Alvin Bragg, the DA in Manhattan, who who let this piece of garbage thug free. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, this is a, a family show, right? Robin, I, I know that you are, are passionate about good journalism and you've you've taught it uh, there. I remember at Tulane, um, you've um, you've taught at the collegiate level. Um, here's here's my concern. I'd like to get your take on this. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution calling the illegal alien a, an Athens resident. Um, the New York Times didn't even cover the story on the front page. They had six stories about a dead owl in Central Park. Uh, six stories, but nothing about about this young lady. And then the Associated Press actually tried to turn this around and say, oh, this is really a story about whether or not it's safe for women to go out and exercise and jog alone. It's outrageous. I, I used to work back in the day for the Associated Press. It, it is not the organization that I worked for 30 years ago or 25 years ago. Yes, were there a lot of liberal people there? There were. Did they have agendas? Yes. There are institutions, and I, I put this on my social media this morning, and I said this to some friends. You're going to keep hearing Athens resident, Athens resident, and this guy's name. He is not an Athens resident. He is an illegal alien thug from Venezuela. And it is the same corrupt people at the Associated Press that call illegal aliens undocumented migrants. They also call Obamacare the Affordable Care Act. Nothing could be farther from the truth. And what these people, these liberal news activists, and Todd, you and I both know them, we've worked with them all over the United States at the network level, at the local level, what they do is they distort, they do the word salad, and they distort words for a reason, and it's a cover-up. And I knew when the, the initial Associated Press article came out, before the newspapers are now picking up from the AP, you're going to hear that on the radio, you're going to hear it on TV, you're going to see it in print. He's not an Athens resident. He's an illegal alien. And it makes me sick to my stomach because, the, you know, there, there's a very – Weird. Um, I was on with uh, Ben Dieter this morning on your Memphis station, and I said that there's a crooked stick 
bizarre element to this whole story in that when you go to colleges, you have a lot of hippy dippy liberal, you know, thought and activists and kids. And wouldn't it be interesting if some of these kids who are left leaning, who do a deep dive into what happened to their beloved, uh, you know, uh, student and uh, the nursing student who, who was murdered so viciously attacked and murdered, right? And assaulted. What if they do a deep dive into what really happened to her and then say, hmm, what president should I be voting for in the primary, Who, you know, in the, the Georgia primary and then in the general election? Who's going to be the man to solve this problem so that no one else dies, that no one else gets killed? And I think there's a crooked stick, godly element to this story. Robin Poffman is a national correspondent, great journalist, award-winning journalist, and author. And uh, she's joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. You know, Robin, I want to pivot to to what happened in South Carolina over the weekend. Um, and I'd like to get your takeaway. I it's it smells like Nikki Haley is ginning up for a third party run. Uh, you know, she in her speech, uh, her concession speech. Uh, she talked about how, you know, the Democrats don't want Biden, the Republicans don't want Trump, and she's the third choice. She kept saying she, kept saying she was the third choice. Do you think that's the play here? I mean, I think it's possible. She really irritates me on so many levels. I don't think she did a great job in South Carolina. I would probably give her a C, C- minus as a governor. Um, she irritates me on, on such a deep level, her voice. I, I, I mean, I've, you know, she's kind of a heartbeat to me, right? Like she's not someone I'd be friends with. I feel that she's so scripted. She's one of these scripted women politicians. You don't know who the real self is. You know, Donald Trump, he gets up there. It's all off the cuff, whatever. And you know who he is. He's basically a guy from Queens, right? I'm basically a woman from New Jersey. You know, what you see is what you get. It may not be pretty all the time, but I give you a straight story. And with her, you never really know what the straight story is because she's not on the take. She's your typical politician who's on the take from Boeing. She's on the take from this group, on the take from that group. I frankly don't trust her. And I'm not really sure, you know, she's not authentic to me. I don't really, I think it's all scripted. I think that she's gone to, uh, you know, consultants and they made her over with some different clothes, which are still not great. And um, I, I don't like the whole presentation. I don't want her to be my president. I don't want her to be my governor. I want her to just like, go back to whatever it is that she's doing in corporate America and, and leave the country alone. I, she is just, in my opinion, she is not the right person for the moment. Mm. All right. And, uh, of course, the primary tomorrow, uh, going to be interesting to see what happens. But I think she's going to be in until the money dries up. And, of course, the Koch brothers announcing right. over the weekend, yeah, they're <laughs> no more money for you, Nikki. No more money for you. <laughs> they, pulled, they, they pulled the plug on her. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I'm a really huge fan of is Congressman Byron Donalds in Florida. I think he would be a great vice president. I, I'm, I'm still big on um, Huckabee Sanders. I'm, I'm still big. I think it would be a wild card if Trump picked uh, DeSantis out of Florida, because then you have Trump and Trump Jr. Uh, I really believe in my heart at this point, just based on kind of some things that I've seen, it might be Tim Scott. 
and then you make uh, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, your uh, PR guy. You make him the new uh, Karine Jean-Pierre and put him in the White House every day to deal with these left-wing kooks from AP and to shut them down. Boy, would that be a, wouldn't that be a great uh, duel to watch every day at 1 o'clock? That would be pretty spectacular. We would just, we would just go ahead and carry the press conference live during that hour of the show. <laughs> We'll just now. Right now, here's co-host Vivek Ramaswamy. So, by the way, that would be great. Uh, oh, Robin, we've got a skedaddle. I am super late for a break. Uh, okay, g- great intel, and uh, we're going to get you back on to talk about this this Georgia story that is not going away. Uh, we also understand both Trump and Biden now are going to be at the border, uh, different towns on the border on Thursday. So uh, this is only going to get bigger, at least in the conservative media world. Robin, always good having you on the show. I'm glad your face is better. Thank you. I can feel my lips now. Thank you, Robin. Appreciate that. I kind of felt like, uh, you know, who's the uh, actress with the big poofy lips? That's who I felt like. I, it's not a good look for me. All right, we got to take a break here. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back. Good to have you with us. Have you heard about this Ohio school? And, uh, you know, it's it's Black History Month, right? And uh, the, the schools are doing all sorts of uh, these Black History Month uh, events uh, and the whatnot. And there is video that's uh, circulating. And this is uh, this was actually not recently. This was a few years ago, but it's uh, it's uh, circulating on on uh, social media again. This happened at Barberton High School in Ohio. And they got the 11th grade students outside, all the white children. And as, as part of a, a class in law and public safety, uh, they, wanted the, they wanted the white children to understand what it was like to get pepper sprayed. I'm not making this up. So anyway, the uh, school pepper sprayed the kids, lined them up against a wall. Now, the school said, well, the students volunteered to be pepper sprayed, and the parents signed off on it. Really? Would you do that? Moms, is that a, I mean, if, if the kid comes home from school and says, hey, mom, uh, the school wants to pepper spray me, so I'll understand what it's like to be pepper sprayed, are you going to sign off on something like that? I, no, I, no, I don't know what it has to do with Black History Month at all. I have no idea. The class instructor is a former police chief, and uh, one of the parents actually filmed the video. So there you go. All right, good for you, people in Ohio. Homeschool your children. Just homeschool your kids, America. That's that's all I'm going to tell you. Homeschool your kids. Uh, by the way, we have a great story up at ToddSterns.com. Uh, this coming from the uh, the wonderful world of atheism. Oh, geez, this is terrible. So now the atheists are calling for a school. Uh, This is in Virginia, High Point Elementary School. And they say that uh, they want a prayer. There's a prayer mural on the wall of the cafeteria. And the way I see it, the only thing more distasteful than mystery meat is a bunch of atheists. 
I'm telling they leave. It's a bitter aftertaste, these people. Anyway, the uh, prayer reads, Lord, we thank you for this food. Bless it to the nourishment of our bodies and us to your service. Amen. Oh, it doesn't rhyme. Well, that's disappointing. Anyway, uh, the atheists were alerted by a, a nosy parent who got triggered by the prayer. And uh, the parent also said that when she went to the front office, she found Bible verses. <gasps> That's a terrible thing. Bible verses. The atheists say religion is a divisive force in public schools, and they say it's illegal. So there you go. Uh, should a prayer banner be removed from a public school cafeteria? That is the question over at ToddStearns.com. You can uh, go and check it out and take part in the uh, poll. A lot of people have already done that. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we're going to be getting to your calls momentarily. Right now, though, want to head over to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Say hello to Congresswoman Lisa McLean from Michigan's 9th Congressional District. Uh, Congresswoman, happy to have you with us today. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm well. Uh, tomorrow, big day, big primary day. I know Nikki Haley is is out on the campaign trail, but I, I'm curious, how is uh, the former president doing there in, in your state? Let me tell you, I was just at a rally with him last, um, last Saturday, um, not last Saturday, a week from Saturday, and it was standing room only. People were lined up in the freezing cold President Trump is going to do remarkable in this state. And I remind everybody that Michigan was the state that delivered him the presidency in 2016. And I will share with you, the people of Michigan are ready to deliver it again for him in 24. What's the big what's the big issue for folks there in Michigan? (laughs) Um, Economics, right? Bidenomics is very different than economics. And Trump put Americans first. And all you have to do is look at the contrast between the elections, right? Uh, inflation under, under President Trump, 1.4%. Since Biden took office, year-over-year inflation is up almost 18%, right? The average Mich- Michigander is paying almost $11,000 more a year for gas and groceries, right? It's an economic issue. That is, I would say, number one. Let's not forget we have manufacturing here. Manufacturing in EVs and green energy doesn't sell in the state of Michigan. You know, the obvious one clearly is the southern border. Um, But I would say between the border and economics, those are the two major, major issues for people in in my district. Meanwhile, uh, there's a, a big headline in uh, over at MSDNC right now. Will Republicans cause another government shutdown this week? A lot of people may not realize that we the can got kicked down the road to this week, and big decisions have to be made in Congress. You're absolutely correct, and we are fighting 
for border security. And we are fighting, I know this is a crazy concept, to actually spend less money. And I'll share with you, the Democrats are not on our side with that. They think there's this magical money tree that we can go and pick out, uh, pick up, you know, pick money up um, off that tree and just spend it wildlessly. Listen, bureaucracy has grown, government agencies have grown, and the American people are footing the bill. And quite frankly, they're tired of it. So we are going to hold the line on spending. Listen, America has a spending problem. The government has a spending problem. I should say. And um, it's going to be a dicey fight. It's going to be ugly. But at some point in time, the House is the last bastion of hope with a two-seat majority to fight for traditional American values and to be a good um, uh, servant of the American taxpayers' dollars. That's our job. You know, I I, I went through um, a lot of these spending bills over the past year, and we're funding all sorts of crazy, insane stuff. And I don't want to rehash all of that. But the point, you know, at what point do we get down to brass tacks and say, you know what, guys, we just can't afford any of this. I'm sure we would love to do research on getting muckies high on meth, but the reality is we just can't afford it right now. (laughs) We can't afford it. And when we can't afford to take care of our own veterans, and we'll kick them out of hotels to house illegal migrants, which, by the way, is a cost. And it's a cost, obviously, economically when we fund them. But it's also a cost on our education system. It's also a cost on our law enforcement system, right? Um, and it's a cost on our health care system, right? So at some point in time, I think what people want is we need to take care of Americans first, We need to pay our bills first. And let's really take a hard look at what we're spending some of this money on. I'm hard-pressed to believe that government runs so efficiently that there's not one dollar that we can do better on, that there's not one dollar of savings in that budget. I just, I find that really hard to believe, right? And let's remember, Republicans are passing legislation with pay-fors, like the Israel funding bill, for example. We passed that with a pay-for, but the Senate doesn't want to take it up because nobody wants to, pay, nobody wants to, to do a pay-for. They just want free money. Well, we don't have free, free money. We're $34 trillion in debt. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's At some point, we have to say enough is enough. And uh, as as much as I give the Republicans grief, uh, I would like to think that at least we can be fiscally responsible. I mean, if that's the last hill to die on, that's the one. We've got to get our spending under control. I would agree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, we have to get our spending under control. And I think that is the one one thing that this Congress has fought for. It's been messy, but truly that's what this Congress is fighting for is, is fiscal reforms. All right. Well, Congresswoman, we're going to leave it there. Appreciate you coming on the program. Uh, great stuff. We'd love to get you back sometime. And uh, good luck tomorrow. It's going to be a fun day in Michigan. 
I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a great day. It's supposed to be 60 degrees and sunny, so make sure you get out and vote. I love that. All right, Uh, Congresswoman Lisa McLean from the 9th Congressional District over in Michigan. And, of course, she is on board the Trump train and one of the great Trump surrogates out there. And uh, we certainly appreciate uh, the great work she's doing uh, in Congress as well. All right, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, uh, President Trump coming out with a statement just a little while ago, and he says that on day one, he will immediately seal the border and begin the largest deportation operation of illegal criminals in American history. Do you agree with the president? Is that the path we need to go down? 901-260-5926 is our number we got to take a break. We'll be right back after this. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And, man, I am so excited. We are standing with Alliance Defending Freedom this month here on the Todd Stearns Radio Program. And you know why? Because they have been standing for us. For 30 years, they've been defending our religious freedom and your right to operate your business without government interfering with your personal convictions. And that's why starting today, there is a stand with ADF banner at the top of ToddSterns.com. You can go there and donate to help in the coming battles ADF is waging. And folks, they need every single penny that you can spare because they're taking these courses or cases all the way to the Supreme Court. Now get this, ADF. They have won 15 victories at the Supreme Court since 2011, and they have two more cases heading to the Supreme Court this term. So this is why it is so vitally important. Your gift of $100 or more is going to help Alliance Defending Freedom fight critical court battles for men and women just like you all the way to the Supreme Court. Now you say, Todd, I don't have 100 bucks to spare right now. That's okay. Whatever you can give, $5, 10 20 whatever you can give, that is a generous donation. So all you need to do is go to ToddSterns.com right now and click on that Alliance Defending Freedom banner at the very top of the page. Now, our goal, $17,750. You guys are generous. And I'm telling you, we've got, if if every single person listening was just giving a quarter, uh, we would raise that money today. But I want you, I know that many of you have more than a quarter. So go and give $5, 10 20 100 Whatever you can you can give, you give between now and March 31st. Again, ToddStarns.com. Click on that ADF banner. You can also give them a call, 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. All right, let's go to the phones. We'll go to North Carolina. Mark is hanging out with us, wants to weigh in on the Lake and Riley story. Hi, Mark. What say you? Hey, Todd. I just want to. Thank you for all you do, and um, always insert what's on our coin. In God we trust, and that's so important these days. And um, I just wanted to, to kind of echo what some folks have, have said today on your show so far, which is that uh, certain people need to be held accountable for basically, by design, trying to destroy this country. There's a paradigm shift going on, Mr. Starnes. It's not the good old days. When I had girlfriends, uh, I'm 72. I live with a pack of dogs. That's the way I like it. Not that I don't love a lot of good people. Don't get me wrong. People like you who care and have stones. 
but we're fighting good and evil. Uh, and it's, it's coming on more and more all the time. I was just going to say, I would always give my, my girlfriends a can of bear spray if they like picking walks or whatnot, just for protection. And yes, our prayers are with the Riley family. God bless them. Um, and they'll be with them for a while. Um, so basically, uh, Satan's coming on. He knows his time is short. And he's got, you've heard the word, proxies. It's been used a lot. Well, he's got his, his soldiers. And very often, these people are possessed. Like the kid that hurt that and killed that, that beautiful girl in Iowa, um, taking a, a jog through the cornfields. It's interesting when he told his story that uh, when he started to attack her, he, he just blanked out. He has no memory. And you know what? I, after thinking about it, he was telling the truth because we're talking about a lot of demonic possession, Mr. Starnes. I don't want to go on any further, but it's a changed world. It's a changed paradigm now, and you have to be really careful who you talk to. I'm a believing guy from the Connecticut countryside as a kid and made a mistake of believing too many people, and that's probably why I don't have a, a wife right now, but that's a whole other Geraldo. Well, Mr. all right. Sons, I, I'll let you go. Well, th- Mark, thank you for that call, and, and thanks for those words. Uh, I, look, I do believe there is evil in this world, and I, I do believe in demons, and I believe that uh, there is um, a great demonic force at play here, especially in our country where you have had so many of our churches just marginalized, just it's, it's, they're irrelevant. And the churches have allowed themselves to become irrelevant. And I think bad things happen when churches are not engaged in what's happening in our culture. I truly do. Uh, let's go to Hans listening to us on WSIC today. All right, Hans, what's on your mind? Hello, Todd. Um, my question is, and I've always wondered this, why do we have to vote? Why does our Congress have to vote on these bills with three different items in it? Why can't they be voted on separately and, and debated separately and stand on their own merits? Well, they can, and they, they should. And, and Hans, that's one of the things that the, this is one of the reasons I have such a major problem with both parties, because both parties are guilty about doing this. So instead of just passing a clean border protection bill, they're loading it up with all these little, you know, special pet projects that they want funded and it's got to stop. But this idea that, you know, to to secure our border, we got to take care of Ukraine. No, I don't think so. No. No. I mean, I want we we need to help Ukraine, true. But let's vote on it and discuss it and debate on it on its own merits by itself. Stop attaching all this other stuff to it. And the same thing goes true for the other uh, two items. Um, I I just can't. No, nobody even mentions this. I never hear anybody say this. It's Hans, I'm with you. And, and again, this is why the Republicans are objecting to the bill as it's currently written. And look, I'm a big supporter of Israel. Um, I do not believe we ought to be funding the war in Ukraine. Uh, that being said, before we give anybody a single penny, we've got to secure our own house. And if we don't do that, there will not be any money to help Israel because there will not be a country called the United States if we don't secure the border. Right. All right. And let me tell you, let me tell you one thing, though. I'm so happy that I discovered you and your and your program. 
Um, it's wonderful. It's enlightening. Uh, you're a, a pretty darn good replacement for our dear friend Rush. Well, I thank you for saying that, and uh, we miss him every single day, and we honor his memory on this program. I can tell you that much, Hans. And like Rush, we're going to have a good time. We're going to share some good laughs. But um, you agree or disagree, you're going to you're going to know where I stand on the issues. All right, Hans, uh, thank you for listening to us, and uh, thank our great friends over at WSIC for broadcasting this program. We love that. It was a lot of fun. We uh, got to meet uh, some WSJS listeners, um, a lot of WDUN listeners. And where was I yesterday? Yesterday, I was coming out of church, and a lady stopped me, and her name is Katrina, and she said that her 10-year-old granddaughter listens to listens to KWAM, our flagship station, every single day, and is a huge Ben Dieter fan. So Dieter's got the um, – he's got a big fan base over there in, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Good for you. By the way, speaking of Zelensky, have you seen the video that's circulating on social media on X? So Zelensky, he said uh, doing an interview, and the guy is clearly, he's on something. It's it's like he's you know rubbing his nose, he's pulling his ears, he's shifting uh, here and there. It's um, very interesting about Zelensky. And I'm wondering, you know, they never did say whose cocaine that was in the White House. I'm just wondering, did Zelensky accidentally leave it in, during his last visit? Also, there's video of Zelensky. And, you know, this guy used to be like a comedian, or and it wasn't like even a Jerry Seinfeld comedian. It's kind of like, uh, remember the old gong show back in the 70s? It's that kind of comedy, kind of slapstick comedy. I think that's what it is. Anyway, there's video of Zelensky in a full-body unitard, um, and he's jiggling all over the place. I think there's an official name for that, but it's jiggling. And there's a lot of stuff jiggling that ought not to be jiggling. And I'm just sitting here watching this video and thinking to myself, why are we why are we giving this guy billions and billions of our tax dollars? This makes absolutely no sense to me at all. So anyway, we'll post the uh, we'll post that video over on ToddSterns.com. It's just weird. It's just absolutely weird. All right, um, another crazy story we've been following, and we're going to get into this in in the next hour. And I have a question for you about this. So there was an MSDNC lady pundit, and uh, she's from uh, Politico. And uh, her her name is Heidi, I don't know, Prolosak or something. I may have mispronounced the last name, but it's in the ballpark. Anyway, she says that only Christian nationalists believe their rights come from God. Is this true? Maybe she hasn't read the Declaration of Independence, where where Thomas Jefferson wrote that we are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. But what I find fascinating is using her definition that actually makes Joe Biden a Christian nationalist because he actually believes that. In 1987, Biden said, "I believe all Americans are born with certain inalienable rights." As a child of God, I believe my rights are not derived from the Constitution. My rights are not derived from any government. My rights are because they were given to me by God. Well, good for you, sir. But MSNBC says that now makes you a Christian nationalist. Are are you a Christian nationalist, ladies and gentlemen? All right, got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. 
This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, welcome to Hour 3 of The Big Show. Hope you're doing well, ladies and gentlemen. Great to have you with us today. By the way... Have you gotten yourself a copy of my new book? It's it's going to be in bookstores March 19th, March 19th of uh, the new book. And uh, this one is, it's really, it's a funny book. And we had some early reviewers over at the NRB convention in uh, Nashville last week. And people were literally guffawing. I have, I have not seen someone guffaw in a very long time, but uh, people enjoying the book, and it really is a, a fun look at how we the people can fight back, be cheerful, happy warriors, and stop Darth Brandon from taking over the country. So I would encourage you to go and pre-order a copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? Uh, at your favorite bookstore, you could go to Amazon. Uh, but we need a lot of people to start getting the word out. They need to read this book. You're going to love it. And best of all, our great president of these United States, Donald John Trump, wrote the top endorsement for this book. And I am very thankful for that. Uh, meanwhile, in Atlanta... A new wrinkle, uh, this from Breitbart, and they are reporting this exclusively. It turns out the Biden administration actually planted a Democrat operative inside the Fulton County District Attorney's office. Now, there have been a lot of shenanigans that would make Tyler Perry blush between Big Fanny Willis and the prosecutor, Nathan Wade. But there's another guy. By the name of Jeff DeSantis. Oh, this is unfortunate. I don't think there's any relation. Jeff DeSantis is the deputy district attorney in the office. He also worked on Big Fanny's 2020 campaign for the DA's office. And he is a former executive director of, get this, the Democrat Party of Georgia. He was also deputy director of compliance for the DNC. He worked for candidates in 30 states, running a variety of offices, all Democrats, for senator, governor, U.S. representatives, attorney general, all the way on down the line. So this guy, this is a political operative. Now, sources are telling Breitbart that they are crediting DeSantis with colluding with the White House to target Trump. And again, this is not Ron. This is Jeff DeSantis we're talking about. Quote, Jeff DeSantis did this, uh, one source telling Breitbart News about the Trump case. He's the one. He's the one pulling all the strings. He was the one that walled Big Fanny off. He was in every important meeting. He is the brainchild behind this. That is the connection to the White House. Anybody that has common sense knows the White House has been involved in this prosecution, a source told Breitbart News. This should not just miraculously happen, of course. She's talking about Big Fanny not going to prosecute the former president of the United States without the current administration's approval. Now, does that sound familiar to you? 
I want you to go all the way back to 2016 when they were coming up with that fake Russian dossier to target Donald Trump. Do you really think all of that would have taken place without the knowledge or the approval of one Barack Hussein Obama? When Jeff, when Greg Jarrett of Fox News wrote all of his books about the about the underbelly of all of this, all of the breadcrumbs led right back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So I'm not terribly surprised to find out that Big Fanny was getting marching orders from the O'Biden White House. We'll let you know how all that's going. By the way, even new data coming out, text messages that the um, the Trump campaign got a hold of between Big Fanny and Nathan Wade. And it could very well be that she actually lied on the witness stand. This gal's in big trouble. Big trouble. Orange may be the new black for Big Fanny. We'll see how that goes. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Mary Poppins in uh, in the crosshairs of the cancel culture mob. Is that the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious crowd? Mary Poppins had its age rating raised by British film censors because the film, the movie, includes discriminatory language. The 1964 film had been reclassified from a U, which stands for universal. I guess that, that's their rated G. So now it is rated PG for parental guidance. A derogatory term was originally used by white Europeans about nomadic peoples in southern Africa. It is used to refer to soot-faced chimney sweeps. Wow, what's that word? Do we know what the word is? No, it's not that word. I'm curious. Do rap artists in Britain use that word? I'm just curious. I don't know what the word is. The film set in London in 1910 followed a magical nanny who looks after a family's children with the help of Bert, a busking chimney sweep played by Dick Van Dyke. It won five Oscars in 1965, including Best Actress and Best Song. In the film, Admiral Boom, a neighbor and naval veteran who thinks he is still in charge of a ship, used the word twice. What's the word? Dylan, we've got to find out what this word is. The Oxford English Dictionary says the term which referred to the koki koki haho. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's kokohu. Is generally considered both archaic and offensive. What's the word? This is from the BBC. How are you going to write a whole story? There are like 3,000 words here, and you're not going to mention what the word is. What's wrong with you people? The BBC said its research about racism and discrimination showed a key concern for people was the potential to expose children to discriminatory language or behavior which they they may find distressing, distressing or repeat without realizing the potential offense. We're going to find out what that word is. I want to find out what the word is, Dylan. Get Lydia on this story. We need to know the word. What's the offensive word? Oh, boy. Uh, did you know that they're doing a sequel to uh, Mary Poppins and Lynn manuel Miranda? That's the guy that did uh, Hamilton on Broadway is going to be in the movie. 
Oh, yeah. They're doing that now, by the way. All the remakes. They're doing remakes on all your favorite all your favorite movies with Lily White casts. No, I'm not making this up. They just did Steel Magnolias. I didn't <laughs> I'm just telling you it's happening. So uh, there you go. It is what it is. So Mary Poppins now uh, being targeted by this woke mob out there. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. By the way, if you've been following the story about Google's uh, new AI program, what is it called? A Gemini? And so they've been uh, generating controversy because they're literally trying to erase white people. It's really fascinating. So if you believe Google's Gemini, which is their AI program, uh, they would have you believe that, uh, for example, George Washington was a black man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. I'm pretty sure he's Lily White. I'm just going to go out on a limb there. This from Campus Reform. Uh, Google says they, they've temporarily stopped their AI program. They've said that there are a couple of, of, a couple of tweaks that need to be made. <laughs> really? Just a tweak? Is that what it is? Um, it turns out a lot of photographs have been, uh, turning up and they have, for example, the picture included a black man, uh, who personified George Washington, uh, female popes. Now I'm not Catholic, but I don't think you Catholics out there, you don't, uh, you guys don't have the female popes, do you? Uh, you've got the nuns with the rulers, but I think that's, and again, I'm not sure about Vatican city employment statuses, but I'm fairly certain that's about as high up the food chain as the gals can get in the Catholic Church. Yeah, I don't think there are any female cardinals. Uh, also, a racially diverse non-white Vikings. Uh, that's what the New York Post reporting. Following the controversy, Google said it would halt Gemini's ability to generate images, at least for a little while. Gemini is was originally described as the most capable and general model they've ever built. Could it possibly be that Gemini is actually reflective of the staff of Google? Is that possible? One gentleman, by the way, former Google worker, is is in a tizzy. He was writing on X over the weekend that uh, he was told that he was being passed over for a promotion he was very well qualified. That wasn't the problem. The problem was he was a white guy. And it's it's fascinating to watch all of these woke woke young people who are typically Gen Zers, and they're realizing that there is a, a downside to embracing the critical race theory movement. And that being, if you happen to be white, you going to be broke. Because you ain't going to get jobs. Anyway, um, all of this coming as colleges and universities nationwide are pursuing decolonization initiatives. And that means getting rid of all you white people. I, I don't know why it's controversial. I don't, and I don't know why they're hiding about it. I mean, that's what they're doing, right? That's what they're doing. If you are lily white, then you are lesser than. That's what critical race theory teaches. That's what the Black Lives Matter movement's all about. By the way, that's why this sweet girl, this young girl, the Georgia nursing student, that's why her story is not in the front page of the New York Times. And that's why Atlanta didn't get burned down again. 
because her life doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And when you hear words like decolonize, that's coming from Barack Hussein Obama himself. On March 19th, campus reform exposed an event titled Decolonizing the Stacks. The event moderator described decolonization as the process of decentering whiteness and being more inclusive to voices of color and voices representing diverse perspectives. They said the library's indexing systems are inherently biased and centered on the perspectives of white people, Christians, heterosexuals, and males. By the way, Cornell University, they changed the name of the Department of English to the Department of Literature to serve a larger campaign of decolonization efforts. Why is this such a controversial? I I mean, they use all the big fancy words, but basically they're wanting to put white people in their place. That, that That's what this is really all about. And I'm just saying, at some point, what is the end goal here? And people need, they don't want to have this kind of a conversation, but it does need to be had. So what exactly is let, the end point? Let, let's just say, for example, that um, you're a honky family in America, and you, um, you want to send your kids to college, but the kids can't get into college because they're white, right? And there are quota systems. And so your kid may not be able to go to college. So your kid decides, okay, I'm just going to jump into the workforce. So what happens when your kid can't get a job because they happen to be a white guy? And and this affects white women as well, but predominantly it's it's the white guys. And you're not able to get a, a gainful employment. So what happens? What does the country look like five, 10 years from now? When you have a very large swath of the population that is uneducated and and unemployed simply because of the color of their skin, how do you think those? How do you think that's going to work out for for the country? How do you think that's going to work out for I don't know race relations in America? Hmm. I'm just curious here. I'm we're just you and I. We're just having a conversation here. But I'm telling you, at what point? What is the end game of all of this? Where do we go from here? Is the end goal to say to the white people of America, your life, well, first of all, they've already said your lives don't matter anymore. So where do we go from here? Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Uh, very intrigued by the story out of Oklahoma, Owasso High School, and the the mainstream media is going bonkers over over all of this. and 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 you're you're going to understand what's really happening here in just a moment. So bear with me. So there is a 16 year old, a, a clearly disturbed young lady who um, identifies as non binary. And the child's name is Nex Benedict, 16 years old. And the way the mainstream media is presenting the story, it was just horrifying. And again, we I believe this is America. How you want to live your life is how you want to live your life, and you ought to be allowed to live your life that way. But do not expect me to endorse your behavior or your lifestyle choices. That's between you and God. All right? 
So anyway, uh, the story was, as the story goes in the reporting, that she was beaten to death by a bunch of biological girls in the bathroom of a high school. Like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Who, who would do something like that? So I started digging around. We were going to talk about the story today. Then I realized that wasn't the story at all. That the mainstream media has once again lied about the facts, the basic facts of the story, to advance their narrative. So it turns out that the only thing that's accurate here is that the child died. Now you're, you're about to get the rest of the story. Because the gay and transgender rights are, are going to be using this child as some sort of a martyr for their perverted cause. And it's a terrible tragedy. So it turns out that there was an incident in the bathroom, but we now know, thanks to police video, that it turned out that the the, the non-binary child actually started the fight. And by the way, the child was not beaten to death on the floor of the bathroom. She was actually being interviewed in a hospital, um, it looks like an ER, where the child was taken by her uh, guardian. And the child was uh, very clear. I mean, it was not. I mean, was not brutally beaten. She was. It was just a, a schoolyard fight between a bunch of girls. And by the way, the medical examiner says that the cause of the death was not was not the fight. Police released video of the interview between the the person and the police officer said are you sure you want to press charges against these biological girls because you started the fight and they could turn this around and we could have to arrest you and so they chose not to they chose not to uh, you know to go forward but again i'm looking at the the video image and the child shows no signs of being beaten they're not no, no whelps no black eyes you don't see any of that So what's really going on here? Well, this is why people hate the media. Honest to goodness, the media in this country, folks, you just can't trust any of them. And that is a bad thing for the country. It truly is. Horrible story, and our thoughts are with the family of this child. But this is not some sort of a martyr for a cause. i got to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, today on the program, we are launching our big fundraising effort for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, folks, so we do this once a year, and we were scheduled to do this um, in October, but the war broke out, and um, Alliance decided, you know what, let's let's hold up here, and we're going to revisit this. And so we are we are relaunching our big fundraising effort for Alliance Defending Freedom. For 30 years, uh, they've been out there fighting for us, defending our freedom, uh, your right to operate your business without the government saying, hey, you got to bake a cake for this or that or whatever. And we appreciate that. And so today we have, if you go to our website, toddsterns.com, there is a stand with ADF banner at the top of the website, and you can donate to help in the coming battles that ADF is waging by the way, all the way to the Supreme Court, and I mentioned this earlier, 15 Supreme Court victories since 2011. That's just simply remarkable. So we're talking about 
attorneys who are the very best at what they do. So here's the deal. We, it doesn't matter what you can give, whether it's $5 or $100 or $1,000, but we need your help. And Alliance Defending Freedom, every single penny is going to help fight these cases. And we're talking about people like you and me. So our goal is to raise $17,750. I would love to say that we can reach that before the end of the month, March 31st. And you can make it happen. So again, ToddSterns.com, click on the banner at the top of the page, or give them a call at 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. So look, um, USA, or rather MSDNC had a conversation uh, over the weekend about Christian nationalism, and a reporter for Politico made a very interesting observation. One thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. I, I believe that. And under that term, I guess that would make me a Christian nationalist. But again, I don't have a problem being called a Christian nationalist. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being a Christian and loving your country? And by the way, let's do some history here. Go back to the pilgrims. Why did the pilgrims come to America? They were escaping religious persecution from England. That's why they came here in the first place. So people want to talk about our founding fathers. Forget the founding fathers. Let's talk about the pilgrims. Why did they come here? Did they have everything right? No, not at all. But the reason they wanted to come here was so they could practice their religion without getting beat up, without getting thrown in prison. And this idea that our founding fathers, when they were crafting our founding documents, and and really the, the, the Declaration of Independence is just that, that our rights are derived not from man because what man gives, man can take away. These are gifts. These are rights that are given by Almighty God. And and now the folks over at MSDNC are saying without any debate whatsoever, there was no pushback, none whatsoever. And they, yeah, we believe that. We believe that, you know, if you believe that you're endowed by your creator with certain unalienable rights that makes you a christian nationalist okay well again i i they mean that as a slur but in, in reality shouldn't we all be christian nationalist but now we live in a in a society and many of your churches and i don't know how it is in the catholic church but i know in the baptist churches by and large most baptist churches have an American flag, and they have a Christian flag in their sanctuary. That's just the way it's been, as far back as I can remember growing up. I remember during Vacation Bible School that we would pledge allegiance to the flag and then pledge allegiance to the Christian flag. Oh, by the way, years ago, where was I? I was somewhere in Texas, and it was this big gala, and uh, we pledged allegiance to the texas flag i didn't realize there was a but you know it's it's texas they do things different there but i'm curious if if you've got a problem if if you if you've got a problem with churches that are that that are engaged in the political process churches that uh believe that um 
that America is meant to be a Christian nation. I believe upon the founding of reading of our documents, our founding documents, absolutely America was founded as a Christian nation. I truly believe that. But there are many people out there, including a lot of religious people, and they hate that. They hate the power of the so-called Christian right, the what they used to call the moral majority. I'm going to I want to explain to you why Nikki Haley did not show up at the National Religious Broadcasters meeting. 4500 Christian broadcasters, radio stations, TV stations, movies. It is a very influential crowd that was there in Nashville. But Haley took a pass. And why did Haley take a pass? Well, the reason why is very simple. Because the Republican Party, the establishment wing of the Republican Party, they despise Christians. John McCain once called Jerry Falwell Jr. and Pat Rob or yeah, Jerry Falwell Sr. and Pat Robertson agents of intolerance. He hated Christians. And basically the the thought process was you people shut up and vote how we tell you to vote. That's it. I mean that that was pretty much it. But all of that changed when Ronald Reagan came onto the scene. Now you might remember in 70 this was would have been uh, 1976 when Gerald Ford was running for the nomination outright, right? He was he became president when Nixon resigned and then he decided, I'm going to run for my own term, four-year term. And what happened? Ronald Reagan came on the scene. And Reagan embraced this idea that we are one nation under God. Reagan would have been considered by MSDNC to be a Christian nationalist. Reagan really brought the conservative movement to the forefront of the Republican Party. Keep in mind, uh, uh, Jerry Ford was a liberal. He was a Republican, but he was a liberal Republican. His wife was a radical leftist. Very nice dancer, by the way, but she was a radical leftist. Apparently, she threw a great party, too, but she was still a leftist. So anyway, Reagan, in that effort in 76, went down in defeat. But it was the following year, the following year, or the election cycle, that really turned the tide. And that's when Jerry Falwell Sr., um, launched the moral majority, and you had Christians mobilizing in church houses across America. Because up until that point, the only church houses that were allowed to mobilize were the black churches. Nobody else could do that. But Jerry Falwell Sr. came in, and that's what gave Ronald Reagan the victory. And that's what established the evangelical conservatives' power base within the Republican Party. Well, a lot of, a lot of establishment Republicans hate that. They don't want evangelicals to have anything to do with anything, period. And that's why Nikki Haley wasn't there, because she's representing the establishment wing. And there is there is going to be an effort at, at some point, some juncture, where there will be an open fight about this within the Republican Party. But I'm just telling you, folks, it is far from it is far from over. And there is a great fight underway. And this is why Donald Trump is so effective, because he understands the power of the Christian movement in this country. He may not agree with everything. He may not go to church. You may not like what he says, but it doesn't matter. He delivers on his campaign promises to you. And that's what we need, right? That's what we need. Is is Donald Trump a spiritual role model for me? No. 
he's I want the man to be my president, not my pastor. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back. Good to have you with us. Uh, Wow, this is a crazy story out of New Hampshire. There's there's a pastor, I guess they're starting a church in New Hampshire, and um, the, the pastor's home, he's got a barn, and it's a really nice barn. They've completely like gutted and did a reno, um, and the barn is where they are holding these Bible studies and these prayer meetings. And they have a, oh, about a dozen or so, two dozen people that show up, not a big, big church, uh, Pastor Howard Kalugian. Uh, he is uh, in charge of Grace New England Church. And the pastor has hosted a number of meetings in this uh, barn. As a matter of fact, held a meet and greet for presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. They said hundreds of people turned out for this thing. But it's the church service that has town leaders in an uproar. And they're very upset including the zoning enforcement officer who happens to be a, uh, this guy's a self-proclaimed atheist. It's always the atheist. They're always an angry bunch. So anyway, the zoning enforcement officer actually uh, went to the guy's house, went to the pastor's house and knocked on the front door and said, you can't do this. You can't be holding Bible studies and prayer meetings in your home. And so anyway, they slapped him with a cease and desist order, and now the pastor is facing fines of up to $500 a day if he continues to hold the prayer meetings and Bible studies in his house. Now, this is interesting because homeowners in this town in New Hampshire are currently allowed to host poker games, book clubs, Super Bowl parties, but they cannot hold Bible studies or worship services in their homes. What do you make of that, ladies and gentlemen? Did you ever think that you would be hearing a story like that here on American soil? I mean, this is where we are right now. It's absolutely insane. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. So you've heard the news, Donald Trump. It's pretty much clear he's going to be the nominee, right? He is leading Joe Biden in every single poll. And now the big question is who will Trump pick as his vice presidential running mate? Over the weekend at CPAC, they did a big, huge uh, poll, a straw poll. And Christy Nome is, um, is leading the pack, not by much. Also, people like Tulsi Gambert. Well, Newsmax is conducting its own national poll, and they're asking Americans, who do you like? Who do you think Trump ought to pick as his VP? Um, And the names, you know, Tim Scott, Ben Carson, Nikki Haley, not going to be Nikki Haley. But Newsmax does want to know, and you can vote in their poll by taking out your smartphone and text the word SKIP to 39747. That's SKIP to 39747, and they're going to send you a link to their poll Again, that is skipped to 39747, and you will be able to take part in the big Newsmax uh, poll. I, I, look, it's 
Right now, it's anything goes. But I I was hearing at NRB, I was talking to some folks, and they believe that Tulsi Gabbard could be a, a very interesting pick for President Trump. And the point being is, yes, she's pro-choice, but ultimately that issue is now being decided on the state level. So we shall see. Uh, President Trump also catching uh, flag for what he said at the Black Conservative Federation meeting over the weekend. Cut five. These lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But uh, I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones. You see, that's how far I've come. That's how far I've come. That's a long that's a long way, isn't it? We've all seen the mugshot. And you know who embraced it more than anybody else? The black population. It's incredible. You see black people walking around with my mugshot. You know, they do shirts and they sell them for $19 a piece. It's pretty amazing. So, I look, I, I thought it was funny. And the crowd certainly thought it was funny. And Donald Trump's got a great sense of humor. He knows his crowd and they know him. So now everybody's going bonkers over this. And they're saying that, oh, Trump's a racist. No, no, he's not. As a matter of fact, this guy's more comfortable around minorities than any other white Republican I know. I'm just telling you, they get a sense of humor, and he's a hoot. So deal with that. Oh, here's Bob Costas, cut 10. You come at this from a position of not wanting to see Trump get elected. You should state that at the outset. True? Yes, absolutely. He is by far the most disgraceful figure in modern presidential history. He's only become more disgraceful since 2016 and since 2020. He is a bubbling cauldron of loathsome traits, and it's only those who are actually suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, which is the way they and Fox News and all the rest of MAGA media try to brush aside all the legitimate criticisms of Trump. You have to be in the throes of some sort of toxic delusion in an toxic cult to believe that Donald Trump has ever been in any sense emotionally, psychologically, intellectually or ethically fit to be president of the United States. But his supporters are locked in on that. There is no cult okay. of Joe Biden. Even just let me finish this thought, Michael, even if he had not run explicitly with the pledge that he would be a one term president, even if halfway through this term he had said, look, I've done my job. I have some policy successes. I'll continue to do my job. And now the Democrats can get, as I said before, some people up in the bullpen and sort through it. He had a chance to be seen as a statesman and a patriot. Now his legacy is likely to be that of a man whose hubris prevented him from seizing the moment in an appropriate way. And at best, he can squeak by Trump. That's at best. Or he could lose to Trump and subject the nation to four more years of this kind of ongoing insanity, or if he squeaks by, it's very likely that he cannot complete his second term. He'd be 86 at the end of it. You know, he's a little fella. Did you know that, Bob Costas? You know, the, the mouth is cashing checks. The body can't. Uh, no, seriously, the, the mouth is writing. What you know. But the guy is just, he's uh I think he's buying into his press. He's one of these guys that reads the headlines and believes everything they're writing about him. And he thinks he's all that. I met him once. Did I tell you the story, Dylan? I was, um, it was in Beverly Hills, and I was eating at the Wolfgang Puck restaurant. Sp- I think it was Spago's. 
And uh, anyway, uh, I was coming out of the bathroom, and uh, he was going in. His little fella. And he just had that air about him. So he's not a MAGA guy, never will be. But he's your typical run-of-the-mill far leftist. And, you know, it is what it is. I think Bob Costas and his ilk are irrelevant. You know it's not irrelevant. I nearly forgot this. Dylan, I know you're very excited. But Buffalo Wild Wings, they're doing the free wings today. It's part of their Super Bowl shtick. Did you know this? I did not know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Wait, the Super Bowl. Yeah, free uh, oh, Buffalo. Over. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings giving away free wings today since the Super Bowl went into overtime. Oh, nice! I'm all. I am all about free wings. I like the boneless. Oh yeah, eh, those are nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Those are nuggets. Spice. Oh, what are the What are the young people call them though? Oh. Nugs. Nugs. They call them the nugs. Right. I'm not sure I'm going to eat anything named a nug. It's kind of sus, if you ask me. That's okay, another thing. There you go. Hey, I'm learning the lingo. I'm learning the lingo. So anyway, there you go. If you're having a rough day, go over to Buffalo Wild Wings. Say, give me some free wings or wangs, whatever you want to call them. All right. Uh, there you go, folks. Uh, good to be back in the saddle. We're going to do this all over again tomorrow. Primary day from Michigan. We will have live reports. Uh, don't forget, 5 o'clock Eastern, I'll be uh, hosting Newsmax, so you'll want to watch that. You folks, get out there. Be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.